This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today are Brian... And Alex, hello. Today we're going to talk about Splatoon 2 and a handful of game news, but before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch our show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. And as always, we would appreciate your feedback at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com, and don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, So yeah, that's our new shortened intro. I miss feedback. I feel like we haven't heard any. In we a haven't. While. Yeah, it's been kind of sad. Write us. Write Stop us. being on summer vacation. Play games. Yeah. and talk to us. Mm-hmm. Tell us things. Mm-hmm. Everyone, please don't spend time with your family. Don't. They don't appreciate don't do you it. as much as we do. Yeah, we we need you, Tommy. Where you at, bro? Yeah, what you doing, you Tommy? He, uh, he was playing The Witcher. The I other saw day. him. I saw him <laughs> online the other day, and I almost messaged him to say, "Dude, I miss you, bro." There you go. But I didn't because I was only online for five seconds playing well, Ghost Recon, and then I died, and I was like, this game's stupid. We'll have to bully him into buying Destiny 2. Yeah. We'll actually play it with you this time, dude. <laughs> we, I promise, because we, we're going to be playing it from day one, so... There you go. Join us. Please join us. Join us. Anyways, what else have you guys been playing? Anything? Uh, I know you've been, playing a lot, you've been playing a lot of Plunk Bat, and you've had some heated arguments in our Slack chat. <laughs> Which are really funny <laughs> as an outsider. Yeah, I figured you enjoyed them. Yeah, well, I mean, I enjoy them to an extent. I enjoy the fact that you guys are like talking about it. I don't enjoy the fact that my phone is literally exploding. Like, I mean, you guys killed my phone. Like, no, we didn't. you're the reason my LG Nexus 5X no. exploded. That was not that day. No, I know it wasn't. That was another day. But yeah, uh, yeah, we played some Plunk Bat together on Wednesday. I played. Sort of together. We yeah. were on the same team, but we weren't really together. <laughs> <laughs> same team, yet divided. Yeah. There was By no, both geography and mentality. There was no team killing, surprisingly. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, uh, we still have yet to get any chicken dinners between... I'm pretty. Has Jim gotten any? No. So between three people who have collectively probably played almost 200 hours of that game... Uh, yeah, I think... Jim's close to 90, and I'm close You're to at like 80, 85 at this and point. And I'm at like 13. All right. Uh, we, none of us have gotten I've chicken gotten dinners. I've gotten second in duos and solo. But yeah, For real, what do I need to happen. do to get my PC up to snuff to play this? Um, Not a lot. You just can, need his graphics card, yeah. probably. I just need a new graphics card? Probably just his. Just What's take the his. least amount of money I can spend on a graphics you card? You might as well. I'm probably just going to start piecing out my computer, I thought, my old one. Cause, I thought you were selling it to Lauren. Mm, no. We um, don't need to talk oh, about Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. What, you can buy his graphics card new for like $130 or okay. something like that. All right. I'm willing to make that investment. Do I need more RAM? I don't know. How much RAM do you... We don't need to diagnose your computer yeah, on, right. on air. But anyways, but, do you... I, you guys... It's four-person squads, Max, right? Yes. Do you think yeah. having a... Like, are you playing in a squad-based thing where it's all, like, 3v3s? Or is it, like... If you're in a squad, you can be in a squad, like, two to four people. If you are in a squad, you can play... You can select squads as a single person if you solo. want. And you can auto-match with people. Like, we could that play too. with an extra random person if we want. Okay. 
but we don't. I'm sorry. I need to step out. Please okay. talk about Plunk Bat. Yeah. What are you doing in Plunk Bat, Brian? Tell us about your exploits with Alex. <laughs> tell, tell them about how how much of a backseat driver yet never willing to command kind of person I am. Yeah, that's pretty much that sums it up very well, actually. He's willing to criticize from the outside. I basically, I mean, I I conceded and I was like, yes, we're not that great. I mean, obviously, we don't win all the time, but we do decent. We do consistently decent. Right. You guys usually place in what the top like. It's out, of, it's out of a hundred. We're people, almost so always you, like in the top twenty. Yeah, so you guys do people. Okay. So like the, the the top ten teams or whatever. Right. Um. But I mean, Jim and I play more aggressively now. Now that we've gotten more used to the game and realized that it's just a good idea to take out some of the bigger threats earlier on in the game rather than let them get all the awesome loot and then camp in the spot that's going to be the last remaining circle and just snipe everyone. So um, I don't think Alex adjusted to that very well because the last time we had played with him. So he was playing more reserved and you guys were more like in it. And and, um, his idea of shooting at people in a vehicle that are very far away is not the same idea as like what? They weren't that far away, really. And they were on a motorcycle, which provides no cover. Right. But that was, like, the main argument is that we shouldn't be stopping in the middle of a field to shoot at people. But they were probably going to the destination that we were going to go to on foot. Yeah. So it it seemed to make sense to try to just kill them when they were on the way. And then because they were a squad of three and we were a squad of three, you can only fit two on the regular motorcycle. So one of their guys was on foot, and I figured out where they were at, and I tracked them down on my own while Jim and him went to the buildings that we were going to go to. Mm-hmm. But then there were already people there, and they killed the people on the motorcycle that got there before us. Okay. I killed the one person that was left on their team like on foot. Mm-hmm. The guy then, you were chasing. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, then there was a red zone when we were trying to regroup. Which means they drop bombs like randomly in this red circle. Right. And you have about, I don't know, like probably five to ten seconds to actually get to cover. Okay. Or get out of the circle. And the only cover was where those people were already hanging out in those buildings. So then Alex went in there first before I could get over there and he died. Jim was like up on a hill just out of the circle. So he didn't have to worry about it. And then by the time I tried to get over to Alex to revive him, I got shot from a window from a different building. It was just like a clusterfuck. But that type of stuff happens. But it's not entirely just because we made poor decisions. There's like a lot of factors that you can't control. Some of it's just pure luck. Like the red zone thing seems to be completely random. Like I've had three of them appear on me within like a few minutes time in the same spot. And it's really unfair. I feel, but yeah, uh, cause it re- makes it so you basically can't leave, but you still feel like it's whatever random. building you're in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that didn't go that well, but I wonder I, if I other... just, uh, I like to hear people's input on how to do things better. Sometimes I wonder if other people have as much trouble as you guys do. 
like working together. working together yeah probably not we're probably just a bad mix of people <laughs> just different player philosophies i mean alex is usually like straight stealth yeah, that's just like he's not the type to like rush in and, and like get shit done. Like he likes to hang back and take his time. Which I mean, in a game like that where you have a timeline where you have to do things and get from A to B or whatever, you kind of have to keep moving. It's not like that's kind of the point. Yeah, I mean, they make they force you to move around a lot, right? And you can take a passive approach up to a point, but then it, by the end game, you're going to end up shooting somebody or you're going to not win. Yeah, and that's not. I mean, I don't. I don't disagree with you there and where there's absolutely you will need to learn how to fight in that game but the my, my argument is that like if you guys want chicken dinners we got to graduate to the so-called spicy play style of going after people and killing them that's what we were doing i don't think we should be there yet because none of us have won the game yet <laughs> like i think according to player unknown himself Sitting in a bathtub and waiting for people to walk in so you can kill them is a legitimate way to play Player Unknown's Battleground. Yeah, but when you're playing squads, the there's not a bathroom big enough. I get people no, tend to play more aggressively, <laughs> and I get that. I totally get that. We're looking for a hot tub, but I think <laughs> <laughs> we need a four man hot tub. <laughs> I think there. I think there's a strategy in terms of being stealthy and waiting things out. And keeping distance that will help us get to the point that you and I got when we were number three or four. Yeah. To then apply our fighting skills to the situation in front of us. Not, let's give Alex an Uzi and then shoot at a bike that's fucking <laughs> yards away. Far. Yards, yes. Not that but many But you yards. should know better than to shoot any distance with an Uzi. And here's the thing. I got a couple hits. But it was not the optimal situation. Like it, the I, idea we, is, like, we did if not we all shot at that motorcycle. We could blow it up. That it's pretty easy to get that to happen. All right, I think we're gonna have to start the Plunk Bat podcast. <laughs> no, we don't need to do the that. The Plunk Bat Nerds podcast. But I, I, I just think that there's they, a they spotted us and we spotted them. Mm-hmm. So they probably knew where we were gonna end up. And they were going to be there first, so I thought killing them before they get there would be the best solution to the problem. And I understand that. Especially since we had, like, no gear on us, and they probably had good stuff. We had no gear on us. We had enough to get by. <laughs> it was not enough to get by, because we did not get by. Is As my, a team. Is my argument. <laughs> I think Jim had a shotgun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I had a fucking Uzi that wasn't good for the two feet in front of it. When I but. play solo, that is my strategy generally, is I'll land, sometimes I'll actually follow people with the parachute, and, th- no, I and mean, I'll land near somebody, I'll pick up whatever I can get, like a pistol, and then I'll stalk them after they clear all the buildings. I'll just keep following them until I know they don't know I'm there, and I'm close enough to get a kill, and then I'll take all their shit. And that's fine. I think that's a totally applicable way to do things. Obviously, that doesn't work in squads as much because it's no. hard to follow four people when you are also Stealthily, three or four yeah. people. Yeah. But I, obviously, there's a lot of different strategies in this game. But I feel like we should be focusing more on like getting a chicken dinner first, and then we can get into the point I, where we're actually fighting people head on. As far as I can tell, you'll never get a chicken dinner unless you have really good uh, aim, though, and gun skills. And in order to get those, you have to. I I mean, I've heard practice. I've heard otherwise. 
I think it's all about getting into that circle where there's like 10 people left. Yeah, but being the last person in that circle... It's hard. I get it. You have to know where everybody else is, and you have to be able to hit them. Mm-hmm. So there's but, that. Or you can wait for the other people to all kill themselves, and then there's... Or to get each other killed. <laughs> like, I think there's a lot of opportunity in squads to force other people's hands, and we haven't quite it's mastered true. that yet. Well, but, we haven't played as a squad very much, is also my point. I get that. And Jim and I play together all the time, so we kind of have, like, a general idea what we want to do. And, that, and that's fine. And that's fine. But I you're just, well, like... And we did okay. We did okay <laughs> in the next round. We did fine. We got yeah. to the, the army base. Things got messed up there just because of the circumstance, the RNG of the circle, but... I, listen, I'm just going to start playing, and I'm going to be commander, so... That's, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. All like right. When I play with Jim now, most of the time we just take turns doing it. Yeah, because neither of happen. us want to like. It's just it's going to be me. Be the leader all the time, right? Nobody likes being the leader all the time, except Corey. I mean, we'll democratically decide on things too. Like I'll be like, "Hey, do you think we should do this, or do you think we should do that?" You know. I've literally had no other problems with any decisions that you guys have made, except for that one. <laughs> well, that one got royally screwed more than anything because of the red zone, which was completely out of our control. It, it wasn't the red zone. <laughs> the red zone was not there to ruin the situation. The situation was pretty fucked before that. This is why we saw, watches we this. We, I know. we saw a shitload of other people running around <laughs> the place that we wanted to go to, and we should have turned around and ran the other direction. That's what I think should have happened. But I'm, I'm guessing, we don't need to relitigate. I'm guessing from this conversation, you guys really haven't played much of anything else. <laughs> Uh yeah, pretty Most, much I've no. Well, your play, PlayStation broke. So. Yeah, I didn't I've, play that this much this week. I just played no. You've been Splatoon, playing but, Splatoon, yeah. but yeah, I've been playing Super Warranty Return, and it's great. <laughs> but my PlayStation Four Pro, uh, I hit restart because it wasn't loading Game of Thrones correctly last Sunday. And when I hit restart, it shut off, and then it never turned on so again. So what you're saying is George R. R. Martin killed your PlayStation <laughs> yeah. Pro. Yeah, yeah, the Game of Thrones curse hit my... Uh, but no, yeah, so that sucked, but the good news is it was a Pro that I purchased on launch day, which was last November, so it was still under the one-year warranty, so it should be a totally free repair, but... it's good. I'm waiting, Unlike I got my it. my cell phone. They received it on the 26th, it should be back here soon. End of this week, early next week, yeah. hopefully. It's a it's a total bummer. But. You must have launched the HBO Never app on accident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But HBO no. No, that uh that's that was the extent. I have played some Ghost Recon Wildlands, if you want to talk about it. Yeah, a I was gonna bit. say let's talk about Ghost Recon for a minute. Um I like the character Obviously, creator. Obviously you played it a while back mm-hmm. too, so big fan of the character creator. I was able to outfit my dude to look super Asian. <laughs> and uh <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't but, know why, but I always do that too. <laughs> but does he does he have a fro and no, can he run he around? No, in his I almost I almost no. gave him cornrows. I almost <laughs> gave him cornrows. I wanted to make my guy look exactly like my GTA guy, which is hideous and like almost like Nian Num in Star Star Wars. But <laughs> I, it, the the facial feature selection and manipulation isn't quite as good. So. I went to high school with a guy that looks exactly like that. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> 
But I I wanted to do uh, that because Gojo remain nameless. <laughs> that's good. Gojo managed to make his guy look exi- like it's the spitting fucking image of his GTA character. He's really? got he's got a straw cowboy hat. He's got the handle, but he looks like Liquid Snake with a cowboy hat and awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. So it's uh, it's pretty good. But yeah, I couldn't. There's not enough facial stuff for me to make him look as ugly as I needed to. It's a very pretty game. Yeah. Like it's it looks really well it runs really well i haven't seen any sort of graphical problems the water looks um, like shit but everything else looks good i can't say i've seen a ton of water i haven't that's the problem it, it, it looks inland. like a giant tarp if you're at the right distance yeah i'm very mm. inland right now in the game because i just started it and i feel i already feel overwhelmed like after watching the intro movie yeah. like I, even just watching the intro movie is like super overwhelming and then they just they're kind of like here you go yeah, I just ignored all of it. And they just like <laughs> fart you out into the game, and yeah. you're like, what do I do? It and helps when you get eagle vision. Oh, wait. Wrong game. <laughs> you got to climb a few towers first. And... So so then, like, it's, I don't know. Like, I, I want to get into it, and I think I can. I think I need to play it you with people. You just need people. to play with people. You, I told yeah. you, it's not that much fun by yourself. It's really not. I Although I do like... It is kind of cool having like the auxiliary like NPC characters follow you around yeah, you can and yeah. set up them set up stuff. the sync shots and everything to take mm-hmm. out people. Like that's really cool. The sync shots are cool, but they're even cooler if you do them live with other people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, does it offer you any aim assist as a, as one of the no. people shooting? No, no, but you can mark like one person can mark the other people still. Okay. And then make it so that okay, Nick, you're number 1, I'm number 2, blah blah blah, like do it that way. Yeah, and then it, does it tell you where to go to get in position for to fire? No, okay. no, it's up, it's up to, to you to, to find it to find the right vantage point for the situation. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, the car driving is horrendous. It's terrible. It's hilarious. <laughs> <though>. Awful. <laughs> the motorcycle. Um, so I like. Fun. I, yeah, the motorcycle. The dirt bikes are sweet, hitting the hills and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's that's pretty. But fun. Un- unlike GTA, you're like glued to the seat. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> can't actually fly off yeah uh, i like the helicopter that's kind of fun to drive around yeah fly around yeah rather, the, with your homies the like and the helicopters the handle pretty well and they're pretty easy to deal with unlike yeah. it's definitely it feels huge like the it's game gigantic. feels huge and that's like even I don't, playing the beta was like i can't believe they, there's an extra zone that they put in the yeah beta like i don't i don't know if that's massive. good or bad necessarily and like i just like i feel like there's not enough directive and there's no um like, why are the roads orange in the map? What does that even mean? Like, some of the roads are orange. Some of them are not. Like, I don't recall. There's, that. like, yellow, like, leading you to your waypoint or whatever. But then there are o- roads that are orange. Like, are they controlled by the cartel? Probably. Or I don't, something? I don't like, know. I didn't really notice that. I felt like maybe the orange ones are just the main roads. And then anything that's, like, gray or black or smaller than that is is just, like, side street kind dirt of stuff roads. that is yeah, just, dirt roads they really do just kind of throw you in it and that's like I, again we don't need to get into our bloodborne dark souls <laughs> hand holding kind of shit but yeah you should love this john no i, it's I mean just like dark souls they have tutorials but this is this is a game where they're like you're playing an elite group of operatives that have a mission in mind and like it should like there should be direction i feel like well but the mission is like just follow the the story mission the the mission is topple the cartel in bolivia which is a pretty big fucking mission yeah so you gotta like it's a while it's just a little broad like i i would like some of the narrative like because i like story so like i would like some of the narrative to be like okay you should go and take care of this and go and take care of that blah 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 like they kind of have that though like have you gone down to find like intel documents and things like that 
Because uh, you'll you'll go to you'll go to find like I think they're called Kingslayer files or something like that. I don't think I found any of that yet. I found some medals and things and collected like experience points or whatever that you need to like upgrade your different skill sets and things like that. But so you'll go find an Intel document within like the region and it will give you information about like the uh, like the the head drug dealer person like whoever's in charge of what operation is going that on in that province area, yeah and it'll either be like it'll be like a thing you can read or it can be a short video about them or like it'll give you more information about what's going on in there because each province province kind of does something different for the Proverbs. cartel sometimes it's like this is guns production this is uh this is actual drug production this is all infrastructure for um, delivery and and yeah, I just that like I feel like it just is, it it doesn't do a good enough job like pointing me in the right direction other than like it gives you that wipe the waypoint and then like I'm driving to the waypoint and all of a sudden I'm I'm getting ambushed by dudes in purple like the purple guys the unit ed yeah and I'm like where the fuck did they come from and why are they killing me they're like, the they're the the police. governmental police yeah that are yeah. bought out by the cartel I which I figured out but it's like they just, again they just kind of throw there you in there you want to like, avoid for a while. Until you get good or... The, so, you know, I, I mean, that's kind of the thing, is that the waypoints, if you just follow those and you don't pay attention to how close you're getting to, like, the heat maps that tell you there's a bunch of people around, Yeah. if you don't, like, give yourself some distance and drive upright to it, then you'll just alert everybody that you're there and then it's not fun. No, I know. And that's, I mean, that's basically how I've been playing the game is, like, trying to avoid those areas once I figured out to not go near them or to, yeah. like, take them out from a distance or whatever. And it's cool. Like I like all the gadgets. Like I like the drone is fun. Like the drone is really awesome. cool when you get all the sweet upgrades. Yeah, yeah my, so, I have infinite battery on mine and like double range or whatever. So it's I, I think great. like I think the game is cool, and I definitely need to play it more. I just I haven't had a ton of time to play games lately because yeah. work's been so busy, which is a huge bummer. So, so if you have infinite battery, does that mean you're just in drone mode the entire time? Pretty much, yeah. Until everybody's dead, I'm usually just <laughs> the one. Crap. Who's, I'm I as. It, until I need to mark everybody, and then if we if we're like trying, so I've been playing with Willie and Gojo and Nick, and our we call our squad squad golf, <laughs> and basically we I'll go in and mark everybody, and then if they don't need any assistance getting to anything or trying to spot something else, then we'll just all go in and start trying to kill people. But if they need like actual guidance to get around and go in, like if we're trying to be actually stealthy, then I'll stay in the drone mode and yeah. kind of point out where things are but that's been a lot of fun uh nick was telling me about this one mission that he and gojo and willie were doing where they got into a helicopter and they had to go somewhere up in like the mountains to like this little shack to get a weapon or something that they wanted but there was really nowhere to land without being spotted by the cartel guys that were there so Nick, because he's a maniac, just jumps out of the helicopter because he can parachute with like three feet on the ground and he'll make it just fine. I don't know how he does it, but it, it works. So Nick parachutes down and, and manages to like kind of sneak up to it. And then they, they basically are just like, all right, well, I've got my eyes on this guy. Willie, if you pull out your sniper rifle, can you take out this other one? And then Willie's like, I can try. And so they ended up doing the marked shot, but Willie was in the helicopter with Gojo with his sniper rifle and managed to kill <laughs> one guy while Nick killed the other one. And then they could land the land the, the See, helicopter. See, that's cool. And go do it. It's cool to yeah. have that kind of ability in the game, like because that's that's the sort of thing. Like ten years ago, you would have been like, man, like it'd be sweet if we could grab that helicopter and go up and snipe people. And exactly. Then 
I remember Gojo being extremely disappointed with the heists in Grand Theft Auto because he was hoping that they would be very open and you could solve them in whatever way no, you wanted to do. There's basically like a one way to do that. Right, exactly. Ghost Recon Wildlands, you can attack any situation however you want to do yeah, it, yeah. and it, it it can be successful as long yeah, as you're I mean, smart that's, about that's it. That's probably why Gojo liked Payday. Like he was really yeah. into Payday, wasn't yeah. he? Because you could approach all, all, like yeah, all three of them were. I mean, ultimately, like the heists in Payday had like one thing you had to get and like there was only a certain way to do those but like uh, how you approached it how was you case pretty, the joint and right take like, care of people and do that yeah absolutely so, everything leading up to actually getting whatever it is you needed to get was pretty much up to you we, we, we will get you in with squad golf uh depending i mean gojo and nick are pretty much always down willie and i are kind of you know whenever we can but let's i i think i just need to play it more on my own and get a little more used to the controls and everything i think you just nah, gotta play just with jump them in. you just gotta play with them because that's that's, what, that's, that's what, what really did. made me like the game like jim and uh charlie had already done like two-thirds of the shit in the game and i just hopped in with them like my only experience was playing the beta of several months yeah. before that and it was still fun right away it was fine and they're like well what what kind of weapons you want or whatever, we'll just go grab you some cool stuff and then we'll just tackle these crazy missions. Right, and yeah. They they were willing to start, like, at the lower difficulty stuff for me and then move up. But it's cool. Like, you, you can play, like, you can be level one with, like, you know, a level 10 or something and right, still cause hang. Because it's, Unlike it's not playing, like, the, division. the division where it, your level mattered and, yeah. and yeah. had an effect on your, your overall damage and, and everything like that. Like, yeah, this is... It's like playing a normal first-person shooter, with but yeah. having like the tactical RPG thing applied exactly. to it in mm-hmm. a way. Which no, it's it's cool. It's a cool game for sure. I I definitely just want to. I need to get more into it. Yeah, so. I forgot because it was so brief. I did actually. I bought Star Trek Bridge Commander. In bridge hopes crew. Of playing, bridge. Yeah, yeah we're bridge gonna crew. When you in get hopes your, of playing with you guys. When you get your PlayStation back, we'll have to get on there. But yeah. I, I did play a little bit of the tutorial and make a character. And uh, it, it's pretty interesting. It's really cool with the touch controllers yeah. because I can just reach out and touch the command buttons and stuff. You can just boop. Yep. Boop. Yeah, that's cool. You don't, you don't cool. even have to press a button to interact. Yeah. And I guess that's in cool. late June they added um, IBM Watson yes. uh, for, for the speech AI. recognition. Yeah. So you can actually talk to the AI that's crew now. That's sweet. Yeah. And it, I haven't tried it out yet, but I would imagine it's going to work well because IBM Watson is no joke. Yeah, it's with, probably going to take over the world. Someday. With the three of us, we're going to have to have at least one AI person. Yeah. So it'll, but it'll it be won't good. feel too bad if we can just talk to them yeah. like a person. That's cool. But yeah, yeah it's it's interesting. I'm really looking forward to us actually being we able will, to play it at yeah, some point. We'll report back when I get my, my We should actually... Um, I wonder if we could set up like a Google Hangouts Twitch stream of like the three of us in one window, like playing in our respective places. Uh, that's actually what Microsoft's Mixer should be used for because they have a setup for that kind of thing where you hmm. can show four people playing Does on Mixer four different work screens. On PCs? I don't know because I, I could I could I can use the iPad as a like a unit. For recording and everything, we'll 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 look into it. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it'd be cool. Any, played anything else? Anybody? Anything? No. Nope. I'm pretty sure that was absolutely it. Cool. I played a lot of Catan on my iPad. Yeah. Oh, fuck that nice. fucking game, man. There's some good Catan apps on there. It's I don't know like which the, one. The Catan okay. app is what I'm playing, yeah. and I'm going to tell you right now, the fucking AI are assholes, <laughs> and the dice rolling is not random. 
It's bullshit is what it is yep. because it'll be rolling fives like nobody's business. And I finally build a, a city or a settlement on a five and I won't get any. There won't any. It'll never roll another five again. Like it's fucking bullshit. And it's, it's basically like, uh, XCOM where you just keep missing shots even though you have a 98% yep. chance of hitting. Exactly. That's basically <laughs> how I felt about Catan when I played in real life. So it's not that big of a change. <laughs> Yeah, no, in real life, I feel like I actually can, like, hold my own on, uh, against... And I'm playing... Granted, I am playing with the highest difficulty because I feel like you get better random number generator when you mm. use higher difficulty. But it's... Th- there's no fucking way that the AI is that much better. Like, it's not... It's a game of chance. Like, give me a fucking break. Yeah. Like, it it favors the AI, for sure. Anyways, and rant... Downloaded some, theory. Downloaded some solitaire too. Played that. So anyway, I'm glad your your iPad Pro is really. Hey, I've been doing that. a lot. Of, very productive with it. I've done a lot of artwork shit on <laughs> no, here, I'm, and you guys can go fuck yourselves. So I was <laughs> speaking to the graphical capabilities of Catan and Solitaire. Eat a dick. There's probably <laughs> um, more graphically intensive games you can get. Eat a much smaller. You might as well be playing Mini Metro. The graphics on that are just insane. Yeah, I was gonna put Tiny Tower on here actually. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's all eight bit shit. So news. Mini Metro is just lines. (laughs) Going back to our player unknown battlegrounds conversation. The player unknown battlegrounds. Fuck you, Brian. I'm just kidding. Yeah, uh, (laughs) there there was a uh, stream sniping ban that uh, has been dividing the community apparently. Which uh, do you want? When you guys want to explain stream sniping? So it's basically watching other people's streams to try and locate them in a game to greet right. them or kill them. So use it as an it's advantage. It's like when you're playing GoldenEye on a big TV with three and you of your look buddies over. and you're screen watching all of them. Right. So kind of like that. Although the apparently the GoldenEye manual says that you should or no, it's the Mario Kart. Super Nintendo Mario Kart game because you could do the four player mm-hmm. on screen. It says on, you should be watching your. It says check your uh, check your friend's screen or your opponent's screen to get an advantage. See, I as mean, to we never thought are. it was unfair. It was a skill. It was a, a really. Yeah. It's difficult to watch three other people play and watch your own character. Well, oh, yeah. The question is like, how is it even but like? I don't know about the Twitch stuff. How how can they even tell? Okay. How, how can they find what, them on the server? Here's, here's what happened. I don't fucking know, which is weird. But here's what happened. This guy came out. He's like, my buddy got banned for nothing. They're saying he was stream sniping, but he really just was killing this guy after other dudes were saying that they liked this dude's stream. It was it was a bunch of whatever. Like his friend came out in defense of him. And then Player Unknown came out and was basically just like, "All right, I reviewed the data that our team looked at in order to enforce this ban, and they're basically just like, we saw him hopping from lobby to lobby before he got into that game, and they think that that meant he was looking for somebody in a Twitch stream." Uh, I don't. I mean, I guess you get into so, the lobby. There must be a way to check a list of names or something that we don't use because who cares? Yeah. And then he was hopping out if he wasn't seeing this this one guy. I mean, let's face it: the players that we're up against, it doesn't matter who it is. Matching is probably exactly. Yeah, yeah no, I think <laughs> they're not. Yeah. They're not on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, but it's so that's that was their reasoning for doing the ban. But now the whole community is kind of like, why are you banning people for something that they could avoid by putting like a thirty second delay yeah. on right. their Twitch stream? So I see both sides of it, but I get it too. I just I don't understand how they're able to like 
like how do they, how do you catch someone for doing that? I just don't get it. it. Like hopping from like lobby to lobby is like like people would do that anyways. Like they're making a logical inference. That's the thing with this game though. You're not really hopping from lobby to lobby. You hit play to start matchmaking, and then you, you get put go. into a match, and right. then you go. I've literally never left a lobby. Never. Uh, I the only time I leave is like I'll play with Jim and he'll get in these like like crashing. Um, yeah patterns like it'll just crash like over and over until he resets or whatever and it's been better since he got different uh graphics card drivers but but other than that like i've never found a reason to hop out of a lobby so it's it it's it stands to reason that their logic is okay in this situation but it is a logical inference that they're making so i i i don't know it's a shitty situation for everybody but yeah it it's one of the modern issues with streaming. I don't know how you solve that other than put a delay on your stream, which right. sucks because then the people you're trying to talk with take a minute for their words to get to you. So it's 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 difficult. It's kind of a you know. Yeah, I mean the delay is definitely something I don't really care for, but for this sort of thing for competitive play, I, I mean I don't know. If, if you're gonna get pissed for getting killed because somebody was watching your stream, you should have a delay on it, or just don't fucking stream. Or don't stream, or don't care. Or All can, right, can you on just, to the next game. Instead of streaming, can you just like, you can just capture and then upload, right? Yeah, yeah so you could do that. Don't fucking stream. Capture and upload, and then join your chat room or whatever, yeah. and talk to your people. I don't know. Anyways. These people people make money off of doing it, so it's it's hard, but whatever. Yeah. Next subject. Uh, For honor is getting dedicated servers. That's cool. Uh, seems a bit late, but it is. Cool. Uh, and it, they're saying lack of online servers have been blamed for the connectivity problems on PC since For Honor launched in February 14th. So it, it's, it mentions PC. I don't know if that means consoles too. Oh, uh, okay. So I don't really know. It doesn't really say. Um, and Ubisoft on Thursday announced that two seasons of multiplayer content will be added to the game with dedicated servers as part of that. So they're adding a, a bunch of new PvP stuff, 4v4 matches and whatnot. Um, but yeah, that's a game that I know some of our friends are into. And again, I don't know if, if this is going to affect them cause they play on console, but I know they had connectivity issues. I think everybody yeah. who played has had connectivity issues, whether they were on they PC or console. They just had issues with balance too. Yeah. And yeah, they had, they don't play it anymore. Really. So hopefully that there's literally no out. mention of the word console anywhere in the Ubisoft post about the dedicated service. So, so I have no idea. So it's PC. I don't know. It, 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 it kind of seems weird to me that, like, I don't know, the PC version wouldn't even have dedicated servers. But then again, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, next up, Sony will be increasing the price of PlayStation Plus in the what? European. Uh, oh. Okay. In the European continent. Yeah, I read something it's going up about ten ten pounds and ten euros. Sorry, Gladish. Like. Which it kind of <laughs> did here already because it was fifty and then it yeah. went up to sixty. So I don't think it means that was last year though that they did it for us. I don't, I don't think it means that it's coming for us, but I I hope that means it already happened and won't go up more. They did say that last year Sony gave PS Plus members a total of one thousand one hundred fifty dollars in free games though. Yeah. So I think it's is, worth it. Well, and that's the thing. Like right now, until dawn is a game that's free still, and everybody should be like, playing for that. like the next week. I think. No, it it's switches. until Tuesday because two get, so, Tuesday is yeah. August first, so yeah. they will switch over. But so which, if you don't have that, time, uh, I knew what they were. I can't. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I made sure to add it to my library, but I'm not ready to replay it yet. Yeah. Um. What else? 
Switch. Dragon Quest XI is coming to North America in 2018. It will be released for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo 3DS this weekend in Japan. Uh, but Square Enix had been pretty quiet about the game coming out anywhere else in the world uh, yeah. up until now. There's a Switch version also in production as yes. well. But we it doesn't have a release date at all. And we don't know what we would actually be getting over here if it would be any of those things. The cool thing is, is that like on the on the DS version, you can play the game in two ways. Like They have a 3D that's more like Dragon Quest Eight on... Yeah. PlayStation 2, and then they have a 2D that's more like the Super Nintendo that's cool. graphics. So it'll show you both at the same time on the two different screens, which I think Ooh. is a pretty cool way to play it. But. Right on. Uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry and Just Cause 3 are the two free PlayStation Plus August games. What is Freedom Cry? It's the Freedom it's the, Cries? It was the DLC for Black Flag where you play as Atawale. Oh, uh, okay. I don't even... But... Uh, I heard it was really good, and then also Just Cause is obviously a pretty big game. Which Just Cause? Three. Three. So. That'll be a good Those one. Those are supposed to be fun. I've just never yeah. tried one. Yeah. Uh, Warframe is going to get its own open world uh, edition expansion. That's pretty cool. I'd be willing to try that game again. Well, it's been a long time. What was it before? Did, it, it's like a corridor like shooter. Okay. Like so a cooperative like, third person corridor. So you'd like load into a mission with yeah, a couple friends. Yeah, and you you load into like like a spaceship or like a space station of sorts and you just kind of go through and like, you know, kill the squads of enemies that come at you while you're running through it. Okay. Uh so it was already kind of like Destiny in it, that respect. It's, um, Told you you like, were going to say that word this week. Movement <laughs> is a big part of that but game. We're not talking like, about Destiny. The right. game had really good controls and it had a really good feel It was very to it. smooth. It was, yeah, it was very fluid and fast. It was like, I mean, you were basically a space ninja is what yeah. you were. You could do yes. cool, like... You had, you had a sword and you had Different guns. jumps and I think, like, wall running and swords and... It always looked really cool. Yeah, it I, was like, the art style the, the is amazing. The issue was the, the free-to-play model... It it was just way too much of a grind to get a lot of the stuff you really needed yeah. or wanted, and that was mainly our biggest issue with it. But it was it was fun. I mean, it was repetitive. Yeah, like Destiny can be. Yeah, but my, it's my but, understanding that the free to play now is much better. It's it's like easier yeah. to like. I'd be I'd be willing to try. Not it out. as grindy. They've added a a ton of comment or content. I de- I mean, like I when definitely... I first started, I think it was still in beta, and like they didn't have that many levels. Yeah, I, I really I love the art style of the game. I did play it for a little while, and I couldn't. It was hard to get into. I think just because I didn't have anyone to play with. Yeah, but um, it it seemed cool. Like like Brian said, like the the controls were really fluid. It felt really smooth, and I mean, it seemed like it had a pretty decent frame rate all yeah. the time. Yeah, so if I so it seemed really stable. If I'm uh, correct on this, I think Digital Extreme used to work with. Um, epic on like the Unreal Tournament games or something. Okay, but I I don't know. Hmm. Could be wrong. Yeah, so they're they're gonna add an open world. Uh, it's called the Plains of uh, I- Eidolon. 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 Something like that. E i d o l o n. I don't know the exact pronunciation, uh, but it's gonna be an open world area set plate that set place on Earth, which is kind of cool because this does take place in our solar system. Cool, which is nice. Um, yeah, it'll. I, I'm interested to try it out, give it a shot, and and just pick that up in general. It'll be fun to have like another free to play game, just kind of on the back burner for when I feel like 
goofing around on something. Yeah. So that's all I have for news. Alex, do you have anything else? Yeah, I had a couple things real quick. Uh, free download for Forza Horizon 3. They're putting the car from Final Fantasy 15 in it. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, um, Fortnite, the first announced game for Unreal Engine 4 about 30 years ago, is finally out. It's not the first Unreal 4 engine game to no, come out. No, it was not the first one to make it to market, but it was the first one announced. Uh, it supposedly will be free to play probably next year, but right now it's in like early access founder edition kind of mode, so you can go pay for it. It is on shelves if you want to go buy it, but it's like a, it's kind of like a zombies mode from Call of Duty-ish from what I've heard, a little bit hordy from... Years of War, like that kind weird. of thing. It looks weird. I don't know if I particularly am interested. Yeah, I'm not sure either. It might be one of those things where we wait and see how it shakes out because it's so early on right now. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, interesting that it was the first Unreal Engine 4 game announced. Uh, a couple other things real quick. The SNES Classic pre-orders went up on Walmart last Friday, the 21st at 11.30 p.m. for about half an hour. And they were promptly removed. They were promptly... All pre-orders have been canceled Ooh. as of the uh, past week. So uh, that was fun. There there were a lot of... Uh, yeah, a lot of emotions over that. P- yeah, people are already getting to the point where things were with with the NES Classic, so I'm not even going to bother trying to get right. one of these things. But <laughs> um, it... Target did say they were going to do pre-orders at some point, so keep an eye out for Target if you are thinking about reordering one of these and then the other thing that i that i had here uh there are many fans that are angry because nintendo has announced that they are locking the fusion mode hard mode of metroid samus returns behind an amiibo so supposedly there hasn't been a ton of clarification except for nintendo saying fusion mode is locked behind an amiibo fusion mode is just a harder difficulty where samus wears the fusion suit from metroid fusion okay you have to purchase the $30 two amiibo pack that has Samus and a uh, Metroid. So it's got the two amiibos in it. And the Metroid amiibo is the one that unlocks the fusion mode. But people are pissed. They are so angry that, that Nintendo would tie the hard mode behind an amiibo. And oh no, you have to spend another $12. No, 30 you got to spend $30 because it's a two-pack. It's kind oh. of a lot. But here's the thing. Especially for something that will probably sell out and cost like $200 on eBay. Yeah, but you That's can, why you can, people are pissed about it. Can't you pirate Amiibos? You can now. So you can now. So they're just going to encourage people to pirate. Basically. Like, there's the, there's, there's the, the, the whole fan base is just an entire boiling pot of anger because half the people are like, you shouldn't have to buy an amiibo to get hard mode. It's a basic feature of the game, blah, blah, blah. And then there's other people that are like, yeah, but now you guys aren't going to buy this Metroid game and we're never going to get another Metroid. So, like, I don't know. It's interesting out there. I wrote in on the NeoGAF thread and was like, I don't see what the big deal is. Most of the time, amiibo can be easy to find. I'm sure there will be a bunch of these ones around at some point. You right. just have to wait for it. But... I'm also not somebody who typically goes back and plays like hard mode on a game, yeah. so I also really don't care. I want the amiibo because it looks cool. <laughs> like the Metroid itself is apparently kind of squishy too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it's the first one that's yeah, ever I've been seen, like that. I've seen some of the amiibo that are like the uh, like the knit Yoshi's. Yeah, those are pretty sweet. They're pretty cool. 
So um, I now have my Cloud Strife one. There was a Cloud Strife one at Meyer today. I almost bought that one too, just to have two of them, so I could take one out of the package. Yeah, I've th- I've thought about buying another one, even though I have two of them, yeah. but they're two different. I don't even like Smash clouds. Brothers, so it serves no purpose other than display. It just looks cool. It's cloud. It's fucking cloud, man. Yeah. But uh, well, the cool thing about that is, like the Smash ones, the the actual the Samus they put out a zero suit Samus and a Samus in her full suit. Yeah. For Smash. And you can use those to unlock stuff in this 3DS game as well. It's like little, it's like concept art and like a sound test or something right. like that. So you never know. Like if there's a Final Fantasy game that comes out for the Switch, they then may, there might be yeah. something that Cloud will actually do in it because they've done that before. Like you can use the uh, you can use the Ganondorf from uh, Smash to unlock stuff in Breath of the Wild and in Twilight Princess That's HD. Cool. So. I mean, they they do kind of cool things with it. That was my other argument against this was like people are like amiibo are stupid. They don't do anything, and then they're like, "Hey, we're gonna put hard mode behind this amiibo," and then everybody's like freaking out about it. Like now, amiibo do you, does something. Do you want it to be worth something, or do you want it to do nothing? Like what? I don't know. It's it's hard. If you have an opinion on this, I'd love to hear it. So please let us know. But MidwestGameNerds at gmail dot com. Send yeah. us feedback. I might be the only person that cares about the 3DS Metroid coming out in the next month. Well, I don't have a 3DS, so yeah, that's unless fair. they're going to open Virtual Console on the Switch and I, let me play those too, which would be nice. Yeah, I they're not going to do. I've been eyeing that new 2DS. The, the 2DS, XL. yeah, me yeah. too. It looks pretty. It's all yeah. It's only like what one hundred fifty dollars. That's pretty good for a game Mario that Maker, right? That's what I, I just really yeah. Like. I don't care it's about. Uh, it's the inferior version of Mario Maker. Well, I, I don't doubt it, but I don't really care for no the Maker, right? the 3D shit anyway. So I would totally pick up a 2DS. Most of the like important games barely use it anyway nowadays. All 3D so. shit seems. Um, just gimmicky after you've used VR too. Yeah, that's true. yeah. I just don't. It it never appealed to me in the first place. Like, yeah, that's why I never got one. It was cool. It was pretty cool. They also did like AR first with the 3DS. Yeah, I remember really that. Little... Like the uh, the little shooter game that you could play with it. Like yeah. looking around, that yep. was pretty cool. But you know, it's the two new 2DS XL is a pretty nice looking piece of hardware. Oh, I remembered another thing that was st- stated in news. Yeah. Uh, there's a paranormal activity game coming to VR this year. <laughs> That's yeah, a no, great idea. I might have to pass on that. <laughs> that I want to. Like, I'll get together with Jason and play it. I won't play it. I will probably cry. <laughs> but, I admit my biggest disappointment, though, as far as having the rift, though, is that I can't play Resident Evil Seven for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. That's In a bummer. VR, I don't well, understand. PlayStation exclusive. Sony paid that cash. They got it. Cash money. Got him. But that's but a, oh, I get a lot that, of other cool stuff for free. Yeah. So Resident Evil Seven trade-offs. at this point has sold fewer copies than any other game in the series. That's stupid. Six six months later. It's better than the last probably two three. at least. Yeah. So and it's better than all the side shit that's ever come out. And, so. and it's amazing in VR. God, that game, that game, like, it makes my heart hurt thinking about it. Because, like, I feel like... Just get anxious. Get, like, war you flashbacks look like you're or something clammy. like that. Yeah. That's because he's, he's puckering his butthole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Could be that, too. Anyways, let's talk about Splatoon. Unless you have more news. <laughs> no, that that speaking was pretty much all that I wanted to of, talk about. Yeah. Splatoon. Splat. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, guys, convince me to buy Splatoon 2. So we talked about the global test fire that was a couple weeks ago. John, you were like, eh, right? Uh, The one that happened a few weeks ago, I I don't recall why, other than like I just don't don't think I had time. I've been so busy because I I knew I was already going to get it. I think you played the the first one. I did the first global test fire. I didn't do the second one. Yeah, that was the Splatfest. Yeah, I didn't do that. Okay. But the and like you refresh us briefly on what you felt My after that opinion, first. Yeah. Uh, I I feel as though I understood the game and its mechanics, but it just didn't. It wasn't the kind of shooter, and it's not really a shooter, but it plays almost like one. But it's not the kind of shooter I was looking for, okay. and it didn't really do it for me. Like it didn't really feel. It didn't feel. I, I'm used to playing, the D word and. Other, you know, Call of Duty. That should be the name of the podcast. The D word. The D word. <laughs> I'll buy that URL right now. Okay, do it. <laughs> the D word. Done. It's probably already. Yeah. Some other type of site. But uh, yeah, it just wasn't. I'm used to playing faster pace, like where the purpose of the game is to kill other people, shooters, and yeah. like it is not that kind of game at all. And I understand that, but it just wasn't what I wanted to play, I guess, at the time. But I feel like. I, think, I mean, just listening to your yeah. guy, like, well, not listening, but reading your conversations in the Slack about what's happening, like what you're doing, the different gear sets you can get and things like oh, that. Yeah. Like, it's starting to sound more like something I want. Yeah. So I don't I don't think you get a taste about a lot of that stuff in, no. the, in that no, brief. You de- I mean, yeah. you definitely didn't because the only reason that existed was to stress test the servers is there's, my assumption. So, there's so much customization. And I love that. Yeah, I love having something to work towards. They're I feel cool. like in like, the beta, like you didn't have. There's nothing to work towards. There, like, there's all these different clothing items and whatever. I mean, you you can wear like something on your head. You can wear a shirt. You can wear shoes. But they all have like there's different brands. Okay, and so they all have their own looks, like Amalan and Hake. Yeah, yeah, like that. But t-shirts. And, and no, are they Amalan? And no, stuff. no. Shit. And it, it's just cool. But the brand also dictates what likely abilities will appear. Because every time... I, I Okay, I had a list of things, that we, but we can talk about the gear first. So when you buy a piece of gear, it's it has an ability tied to it, like a main thing that you know when you buy it, you are getting like higher ink resistance, or your ink will refill faster. That's what I like to do. Or you, you will respawn a little bit quicker. Those kinds of things. So you already know what one of them is, but then it has up to another three. It okay. usually has at least one more. They- but they're, they're mystery when you buy them. So when you fill up, when you level the gear, when you get enough experience with the gear, it will roll the, uh, the actual... It'll roll that ability and give you a new one. Okay. And, and it'll, you'll find out then what it is. That so sounds cool. You can get, and the higher you level and the more money you have, you can buy gear that has more of those slots up to the extra three or four it is. Okay. And then on top of that, once you get to a certain point, you can start paying money to scrub the slots, which will bring it, like, you'll basically uh, remove the ability. And you get ability chunks for that ability. So you can then upgrade particular abilities? Yeah. So you can like basically wipe a slot and then install the ability. Okay. Or you can just wipe the slot and then roll another one to see what you get. as like a mystery type of thing. So you can go through and be like, hey, I really love this grape hoodie thing that I bought. 
I want to wear this all the time, but it doesn't have the abilities I need. Right. You can go and fine tune it find mods to make that, like, it what you want it to cool. be. That's cool. I like yeah. that a lot. So that that's kind of the replayability of like finding the gear that you like. Okay. Do you get to create your own avatar? Not there's not a lot of real. It's like boy or girl, skin color, eye color. Um and that's about it. Whether or not and you they can, wear like goggles? Uh n- no, cuz the that's that's the gear. Like the head No, their eyes just look like they're wearing like some form Yeah, they of- have like the sonic eyes going on. I'll show the the camera here real quick, but they kind of have like the Like the single eyeball yeah. with two pupil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um Yeah, so why, so I don't you know, know why I held my hand like this for so long, but I, I did. Know. And that <laughs> <laughs> the so so like the i like you can get snorkel for in terms of hats you can get like snorkel like a snorkel mask okay or you can get eyeglasses or you could get like a face like a like a mouth mask those are the kinds of things that you can purchase to wear that have actual abilities on them so that's kind of the thing with the gear there uh and then even weapons like weapons that you can purchase there's like the main type of weapons like you get your your kind of sniper rifle thing that just fires like a line of ink as you charge it up. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, your buckets, your rollers that all like they all kind of have their different quirks and how they work. Some of them are ranged, some of them are more like melee essentially. Yeah, but um, it's all about like the big variations between them are like the fire rate or how much damage it'll do. Or uh, how much ink it uses up, essentially, are kind of the three main things that you need to take into account when you're using a weapon. But then they also, each weapon comes with a sub-weapon and, a, um, and an ultimate, essentially. Like, like an special. Ul- a special, yeah. yeah. So once you ink enough stuff in the level, it'll give you your special. And you can use that special to have some kind of awesome ability happen. Things like you can give your whole team body armor for a okay. certain, amount of t- certain amount of time. You can. I use this one that gives you curling bombs. Yeah, I use that one now too. It's so much Cur- fun. Like like a like the curling. So it's pop? like a, yeah. it's and like you a, slide it over. They're like the yeah. they're like Roomba just... curling bombs. That's because cool. they're kind of automated and move around. In a well, the, they oh, will, so you don't control them. No. no. So what basically what it allows you to do is just, it's basically Sunsinger from the D word, where okay. you are just tossing out these these curling bombs. Is the D word taken? By the way. Yes, it is. Unfortunately, so so. What about the D word podcast? I'll take a look. I'll do that later. But you throw these, uh, you throw these curling bombs and let them slide out, and you can just spam a shitload of them. And then as they slide out, they leave a trail of your ink behind to allow you to cover more. Okay. So those are the kinds of specials that you get. There's other ones that give you like a jetpack. There's one that's like the uh, the Titan uh... Titan bubble. No, not the bubble. Smash? Um, the smash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's one like that. There's one that lets you basically summon like a rain cloud of your color ink that will start covering, like it starts moving yeah. across and okay. raining on things. There's a jetpack one. Yeah. There's rockets. So there's a lot of variability. Of and and here's the thing is that there's multiple iterations of each weapon that you unlock as you get all the way yeah. up to like level 30 something. And they keep adding more and more. So... You can find later iterations of your weapon that have the more preferable ultimate and grenade, essentially. Yeah. At some point. They're not, they're, as far as I can tell, like they're not more powerful versions of the weapons, but they just have like different... Uh, they tweak those stats and the sub-weapon yeah, okay. and, and special. Because right now, you and I are using the Arrow... MG. Arrow MG. The, the, it's basically like a spray paint gun, kind of. 
but it's got a super fast rate of fire, but it's very weak. uh, It's got medium range. So if we use it to shoot at other inklings, it's not going to kill them very quickly, but we can cover a lot of space very quickly because it Mm -hmm. fires so fast. But I think later on, you can get another version of that gun that basically will maybe have even more range, maybe a little bit of pow- more power. So it can't power can be a thing that figures into it, mm-hmm. but you know it's it's not kind of the main thing, right? Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the main thing. I don't know. We could, I could, I feel like I could talk about this shit for hours. It definitely like there's a lot to it. Like I said, like reading your guys' messages and everything and how involved it's getting and what you're all explaining to me now, like it makes me want to get it knowing that that's available. Like the beta again didn't there was nothing to work for. Yeah. It was literally a stress test and to so people could shut up about not having enough to play on their Switch other than Breath of the Wild at the time. So it, I didn't care for it. But I and I felt the same way. Knowing what's what's available now sounds sweet, and I'm I'm down with that. I played maybe two or three hours of the first platoon on Wii U, and I was like, "This is okay," but I don't know what everybody got about the, it. The dwordpodcast.com is available. Okay, I'll probably buy that. <laughs> by the way, uh, but and .net or the, the dword show. Okay, is forty dollars. That's a year. good. Um, but the so mainly like I I was like okay whatever Splatoon. I'll probably buy it just because I want to support the Switch and and all these games and things, and I know everybody's going to be playing it. I've fallen in love with this game. Really? Like, it's fucking awesome. It's all I want to play right now. The matches are, like, three minutes long. Yeah. So you can play, like, 30 matches in, like, no time, an hour and a half, which is great. And... Yeah. the, The, like... Oh man, I just need one more game to get to the next rank, and when I unlock that rank, I can go check out my check out what new weapon is available for me to buy, and that kind of thing. Like that stuff is all there, and it fucking works. I keep checking my phone too, because in the Nintendo, the new Nintendo Online app, which we have to talk about at yes. some point. Yeah, I want to get into that for sure. <laughs> one of the only good parts of it <laughs> is the. Uh, Splatoon 2 specific section is very cool. Like, okay. it, it gives you a breakdown of like all the like what levels are active at the time because the 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 levels for Turf War rotate like every two hours. It picks two of them, I yep. guess, and tells you some other things. But the reason why I keep checking is they sell at least one piece of clothing on there that is usually like four times, well, probably like five times the price of... Yeah, the, the stuff so, that's available in the shops. even ten times the price yeah. of the normal right. shop gear. But you can only order them through the app. They only show up on the app. And they're great items because they have... Um, I mean, aside from looking different, they also have four, three to four um, ability slots. And like the average piece of clothing that you buy in the shop is only two. There's okay. a sweet camo zip hoodie right now that I'm thinking about picking up. It's available <laughs> for 12 hours, so we've okay. got some time to decide. Some of them, I feel like they're only available for a couple hours yeah. and then it's over. But, they, but you, like, you order it, and then you go to this dude, Merch, who's chilling in the uh, cool uh, plaza. Ink pop, ink, Inkopolis, Inkopolis Plaza. Yeah, Plaza. Um, you pick up your stuff, and you're good to go. But th- it's a neat feature. Yeah. Um. So, all right. 
there's kind of three, four versions of multiplayer here. You've got the regular multiplayer, which is just turf war. Mm-hmm. You're, both teams are trying to get as much ink coverage on the stage as yes. they possibly can. And the only reason to kill people in that is to slow down the other team. Yeah. There's That's no... really not the objective. It doesn't get you extra anything. It doesn't get you more experience or anything it like that. It keeps track of how many splats you get. Yeah, it still tells you how many kills you get at the screen. end. But, uh, so you, but ink coverage is the main, the main thing there. But then when you get up to level 10, you unlock the ranked multiplayer, which has three different modes to it. There's Rainmaker, Tower Control, and Splat Zone. Okay. Splat Zone is, is basic like basic control point. Like Here's a place that you need to cover with your ink, and then you need to keep it covered to keep control of it. And if you keep control of it for long enough, then you win the round. Right. Uh, the Rainmaker one gives you this gun that you can use. It's pretty high-powered. Oh, yeah. It, it makes it rain. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you have to get it up to a pedestal that's really close to the, to the enemy's territory. Uh, it's, it's, like, right next to their spawn point. Okay. So there's two in each stage, and basically it's a back and forth between, oh, they just killed us, so we lost the Rainmaker. They pick it up and move it back and that kind of thing. Uh, and then the tower control, you're basically riding this tower through multiple points mm-hmm. on the stage to get it closer, like even further into enemy territory. So they're all kind of very similar, with the exception of the splat zone. Right. Uh, they're all similar, but um, but they're different than the ink coverage. Like the ink coverage is very important because it allows you to get. To the main line, it allows you to move and manipulate around the stage a lot faster. Because mm-hmm. obviously, if you step in other people's ink, then it damages you. But that basically, like, the mechanics are off of that in, in ranked and league multiplayer. Those are the same. They do the same thing. It's the same uh, the same type of playing there. But then also, there's the Salmon Run, which is the Horde mode. It's three rounds that are probably, like, 90 seconds, two minutes apiece. I don't even remember. Uh, they're pretty short. They're short. Like a full a full round of the of the salmon run is only like five to six minutes or something like that. Or it's less than ten. I liked the salmon run, except um, my random teams were like the worst ever the first two times. Yeah, and the forty something points that I had accrued toward my next like job title or whatever. It took 20 away each time I lost, so I ended up starting at zero again when I got a good team. That's weird, because I, I don't think... I lost maybe two or three times, and I don't think I ever lost points. I was really sad about that. Yeah, no, <laughs> I it was, don't like, blame you. so fast and sudden. Like, that's that's fun. I, like, I have really noticed that the people that play after, uh, like, at, like, two in the morning Eastern time are really fucking good. Oh, and yeah, the people that play in the middle of the day are not so good. Like, I get more wins when I play in the middle of the day as opposed to when I play late at night. <laughs> for sure. But although if you're pl- if you're all playing together like you do in Salmon Run, then it's beneficial because then the whole team, you know, gets, yeah. to, gets to cooperatively accomplish the goal. Yeah. But, uh, so... I guess we can talk about the the app. Yeah. Have you guys actually used it to communicate? Oh, yeah. yeah. You could call it that. So we're like this sounds like shit. We didn't Let's use Skype. Yeah. We didn't we didn't uh So there's three or four instances where you can use the app. You can okay. use the app uh 
or a private match to invite your friends to so that you can all voice chat in the lobby. And then when you split into teams, it will actually split up into teams. Like it'll remove the people that are on the other team so they can talk to each other and you guys on the same team can talk to each other. It does all that automatically. That's cool. So that's really cool, but it's a private match. So you can't invite randos into it or anything like that. But then you can also use it for league or ranked multiplayer, which Brian hasn't gotten up to level 10 yet, so we haven't been able to play it together. Um, And then you can also do it for Salmon Run, but unfortunately the Salmon Run is only... It runs for 24 hours, but it's like every... like It's on for a few days, and then it's off for like a day or something like that. I don't understand. That's probably my biggest complaint about the game right now, is that I can't play that mode most of the time. It's like... I don't. I don't understand. Like that schedule to me makes no sense in general. It's it's pretty weird. Like it doesn't. It's why, weird. why would it start at eight at night and go till eight in the morning or something? No, they are twenty four hours, so it goes eight p.m. to okay. eight p.m. But it still. Is why like, wouldn't it run on a Sunday? Yeah. Like I want to play friends. It should be open every weekend. Play with my friends know? on the weekend. You yeah. Know? But it really it should just be on every day. Yeah. You think like, it's I a you think it's a server stress thing? No. I don't know what it is. I have no idea. Poor decision making. Like they're trying to make the mode scarce so it drives people to play it at particular times. Like yeah. they like it's they're trying to funnel everybody into a particular activity, but it's kind of weird because it's twenty four hours anyway, so it's right. not even that. Anyways, it's not even like the Iron Banner, you know. Like it, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't know. It's very strange. So going back to the app, though, do you like? It is some of the least friendly technology that I have ever used, ever. And, okay. and the voice chat sounds pretty bad. The voice chat doesn't sound good. If you don't invite your friends properly, then they can't really connect right. Yeah. Because I managed... I started the room, but then I invited Brian via the system and also over text. So he joined the the game in the lobby via the Switch, but he joined the room via yeah, my text. Apparently the lobby and the room are different. Like the the app room and the, the chat room and are the, separate. Yeah. Okay. Or the, the, the game confusing. the game lobby and the chat lobby are kind of like they are tied together, but if you don't join them the right way, then it won't connect you to right. the like the it doesn't connect properly. Well so I mean do you guys feel like this game really relies on voice chat? I uh Playing like ranked probably would help. In a Turf lot. War, you don't need it at no, all. You don't. You really don't. You can have fun regardless. Like if you had a coordinated group of people, they could probably do some fucking work. Yeah, Salmon Run, you can play without talking to, but it would be helpful sometimes. I, that one I've kind of like because the thing in Salmon Run is that if you get splatted by the enemy, you need to be respawned by getting inked by another yeah, player. Yeah, that, that so it would be helpful to be able to make a call out or whatever. You can do a call out with up or down, but I'd yeah. like to be able to say, "Hey guys." I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, to- because I'm visually and audio-wise, like in the game, there's a lot going on. Yeah, so being able to so, tell people, "Hey, I'm down. Check my yeah. check my help," because it'll pop up a help on screen for where you need to right. where the person's at. So it would be beneficial in Salmon Run, uh, but not necessary. But in League, like I played some, some or in ranked at least, I played some ranked. The difference between league and ranked, you have to get to a certain rank in order to play league. Okay. 
So not only do you have to be like a certain level to play ranked, but then you have to be good enough because ranked is actually based off of your personal performance in the match, uh. Uh, at least partly. Uh, then you need to be good enough in order to get into league. So it's like I like how they've separated out the seriousness of the players. Like you're right. not going to have like young, inexperienced, yeah. not very good children playing the. Um, At first, I was a little the league play. irritated okay. how much I had to grind through turf war to get to that stuff, but I. I'm starting to appreciate it more now because I feel like I'll actually be pretty decent at the game by then. Yeah. And here's the thing is that, like, and, and what I found was that I started getting on, like, a win streak. And when you get on a win streak with a particular yeah. weapon, it also increases how many points you get and makes your level, it makes you level quicker, too. So that's good. But then also... I gotta when you, say, once I switched to that Arrow Spray MG... I was like top on the team every time, yeah, like five times in a row. Yeah, it's it it covers a lot of space. Like yeah. I'm usually pretty high, unless there's other people that are more experienced than me. But or uh, if there's people like me, <laughs> when we were playing together last night, I was kind of like actively looking for. Yeah, you to I figured you were, <laughs> and I wasn't even I wasn't doing that at all. And every time you did it, I got fucking bitter about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was revenge for PUBG. Probably, yeah. We were working out our demons. To, uh, no, that uh, was still fun, though, because like, we never knew when we were going to be on the same team. That's the other thing. So you can join your friends when they are playing public matches, but you have to, like, like there's a section in the menu where you go into friends, and it'll show you everybody who's playing right now, and if their thing is green, then you can join them in a game. So it'll join their game, and then it'll place you into the lobby, or it'll wait until the end of the round to place you in the lobby if they're actually playing a round. But... You cannot dictate whether or not you're on the same team. And more often than not, we were against each other than with. So Their reasoning for doing that is for fairness, because that's like where all the noobs play. And they yeah. don't want teams of hardcore people playing Wrecking in turf war, yeah. destroying everyone and making them not want to play the game. Yeah. So I understand it but to it's a point, still but frustrating. it's still kind of annoying. Although I will say, I fully get their decision to not just include voice chat in the game, because... Yeah. I've gotten fucking pissed before. <laughs> if there were children playing, they wouldn't <laughs> their parents wouldn't be very happy with yeah. some of the things that There's this playing. one dude, I swear, like every time I went to splat him, he had that stupid splashdown thing. Yeah. Like every time. Yep. How did he have that all the time? I mm-hmm. don't understand. Yeah. And there was this one guy with a or girl, uh, you know. Could be either. Boy or girl, it probably wasn't an adult. They were like <laughs> Zip it around so quick with the dodge maneuver with the yeah. dualies that it was like making my head spin. Yeah, I did. I hadn't seen anyone play that style yet, <laughs> and I totally forgot that I even had that option. Yeah, dodging when I was playing that way. So I, I think the the decision to not auto voice chat makes sense, but they gotta find a they gotta find they a need way to find a to, better solution. There's gotta be a better balance. There's gotta be something that just. They they should at least allow you to party up with a friend and talk with them. Right. Even if you're playing opposite sides. Yeah. There's like there's no there's no need to nobody's playing this game to sabotage their own team. You can't even do that. Like the game's not designed in a way where that makes sense unless you're just sitting there for the whole round. My other thing that I would like I mean the matches are already short enough to begin with, but I feel like if you're 
AFK for more than like twenty seconds in one of those turf wars, you should get booted or something or like replaced. I think, I think you do get booted, but you don't get replaced yeah. is the problem. That's because the, then like, if you're down one person in that mode, you will lose. You get like, screwed, yeah. For sure. Like it's really hard if, if anybody on your team isn't pulling their weight, then then you can the other team will wipe the floor with you. So were you guys using Skype as another means to chat then? Yeah. Yeah, okay. when we were well we played some private matches because that was our only way to actually check see out the other the, modes. the ranked mode or yeah, the ranked and league but modes. We but we were just, there's no like AI bots or something you can put in. That would be a nice addition to but then, but, uh, so yeah, it was just like one v one. It was kind gotcha. of pointless. <laughs> but then, so then we played a little bit, or did we? Did we do anything else by Skype after that? No, we were just going through that on Skype. And then last night, we just played. Like I joined up with him. We were texting back and forth. We weren't yeah. even voice chatting because we didn't feel we the just need did to. Turf war. Yeah, I mean, I was just relaxing. So, but it. Uh, it it shouldn't it's be this fun, hard, man. Nintendo. They got to figure that out. But it is a great game. Like there's what about uh, single player too? We haven't even talked about that. Yeah, single player. Single player is interesting. How far have you gotten? Not that far. I've so, got, I've done like two levels. I think. I think I've beaten like eight or nine, and it says Maybe that three. I'm a quarter of the way through it. Oh really? Well, yeah. So there's not they're, a ton. They're fun. But they're, they're just. They're they're kind of long and it's yeah, kind of just like a hallway shooter. Like each each level's probably ten to twenty minutes tops. Yeah, I mean, I just try to get through them as quick as possible, and that's like a game to me. Just try. That's to probably it. a good way to go through it because I'm kind of the person because you can find a scroll and like a fish thing. The scroll gives you more of the lore behind the Splatoon world. Okay. But the the little didn't like, realize there was actually lore in this game. Well, the, yeah, lore, there is. the lore of Splatoon is that it's a post apocalyptic world where all of the humans have died and squids have taken over. But it's kind of grim. Yeah, weird. But it doesn't yeah. look like it. No, it's very whimsical. <laughs> but the yeah. other thing you can find are like these little fish things that allow you to upgrade the weapons in the single player. Mm. But wait, how do you explain the kids? Are the kids squids? They're squids. They're called inklings because when you hit. Squid I know you go into you, squid mode or yep. whatever, but how do they how do they go into kid mode? I guess if they're squids, I don't know, man. It's the magic of Splatoon. We gotta unlock and the lore and find like, out uh, more. Merch only has one eye. He's like a cyclops. I haven't squid. heard anything. I haven't heard any creation myths in the Splatoon world. Like maybe a human and get- a squid had sex. It's probably what it is. It is a Japanese game, so there is. There's got to be tentacles involved yeah. somehow. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh boy! So, uh, but, human byproducts in the sea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the single player is okay. <laughs> the best thing about the single player to me are the bosses. I've only beaten one of the bosses oh, so really? far, but the bosses are pretty interestingly made. Like the first one that I played, because there's like inkable surfaces and non-inkable surf- surfaces, mm-hmm. and this guy has like a tentacle on the top of him that you need to shoot in order to kill him. Mm-hmm. But you can't just climb up him. He has to, like, fire out these, like, weird, like, bread loafs. I don't even know what it was. But he, like, he like extends himself out, and then you can ink the sides of those to climb up and jump onto the next one to get up on top. So the mechanics behind the levels are usually pretty cool. And they also kind of teach you more about, like, the mobility of the game mm. and using the different weapons in the game. So I think it's that's cool. Yeah, it's like pretty well designed. Using, uh, when I was playing Turf War, before I played single player, I didn't realize, like, you can do cool stuff. Like, you go into squid mode, 
you gain speed, and when you hit the end and you hit jump in squid mode, you go like way further than yeah. normal. Okay. Yeah. So you can use that to like jump Propel over yourself different jump gaps yeah. and things. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. But it like, uh, <laughs> I kind of almost feel at this point like I don't care about the single player anymore because I just want to play multiplayer, which is fucking yeah. weird for me because I never want to play multiplayer. Right. Yeah, I don't care that much about the single player, but it's still enjoyable. The only it's thing just... about it is that like there's special they call them the hero version of the of the guns and weapons. If you finish all of the levels with the weapons, you can unlock them for use in the multiplayer. And uh, okay. I think they have either different configurations with their special or the stats are slightly some other different. Perk. Yeah. So you can do that. There is some worth in the multiplayer for finishing the single player, but um. Yeah. All in all, like I think we covered most of it. The salmon one run is pretty cool. The way, at least the way that the salmon run works, uh, it, they send after you these hordes of enemies, and then at some point they they uh summon like what do they call it? It's like a boss. Yeah, they're bosses. There's it's like a, seven different ones. There's seven different wave bosses, and they all beha- behave very differently. There's one of them that's like an umbrella that guards itself and you yeah. have to attack it to make it reveal itself and then you have to kill it then. There's uh, one that's like a giant snake, basically, and you have to hit, hit it from the back first and like yeah, make your way up. it's like whatever. one of those like Chinese New Year dragon yeah. floats, Okay, and at the end of it is the actual guy that you have to kill. Uh, so they're, they're pretty inventive in the way that they vary the, the bosses, but when you kill the boss, it gives you salmon eggs, that you need to take back to a collection receptacle, yeah. and you need to make you need to get a certain There's number a of them. This is a job that you're doing. Like yeah, you're sent out to sea to collect these eggs. And, yeah, and the, then they give you money. For you're harvesting salmon eggs for a bear figurine because it's called Grizzco is his company. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it, they kind of put that into it. But the interesting That's thing is slightly morbid in a way. Yeah, but the the more of it that you play, you get. Um, you get these points that if you get to a certain number of points, you get rewards. So it's like every, after 200 points, I think every hundred, no, it's every hundred points that you make, you get another thing. At some point, one of those in there is a monthly piece of loot Mm -hmm. that rotates in and out and it has four slots and it rolls the main ability on that, so it could be anything. You can also earn bonuses, which gets those are you- the bonuses. Oh well, well, the tickets though. How do you get the tickets? So that's the thing is that there's a scale that they'll show you, and they have these capsules that are. Ba- it's like a capsule machine essentially, where you get a toy out of it, uh, and so you'll get a capsule for the hundred. You get a piece of loot for the two hundred, and then there's more capsules after that. And so you'll get a ticket, which then you can take over to a food truck. And the food truck has, uh, you can spend that ticket to uh, like increase how much um, experience you're getting or how much money you're getting for a certain number of games. So you can use it and set the game down and come back, and it never wears off. Like it's 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 a set number of games, which is really sweet. Yeah, and then there's like when you use something in Destiny and you log off for thirty minutes, it's gone. Right. There's drink tickets you can get, too. I haven't gotten any of them yet. I haven't gotten any tickets at all because I only won one match. <laughs> you can get meal tickets out of the single player as well. Oh, okay. But there's drink tickets that I think increase certain abilities, too. So they'll they'll make you more resistant to ink for a certain number of games, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, there's but, all kinds of them. Yeah. Um, I'd say the other cool thing that we 
didn't really talk about would be the fan art. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, so they incorporated the Miiverse functionality from the Wii U into this game where you used to be able to use the Wii U tablet to draw like a picture and then you could post it and the Inkopolis Plaza is filled with random characters from the internet. Okay. So you'll see their posted their artwork if you, if they've posted one. That's cool. So if anybody finds me, I made a little Game Nerds ad. I don't know if Nintendo's going to allow it to stay up. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I could probably I get banned for it. I feel like there's so many out there now that they can't possibly police it. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, if you see me, let me know. I think it'd be cool. But no, it's... Uh, I like this game so much more than I thought I would. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like very you said, addictive. The, the way you guys talk about it, it makes me want to play it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to pick it up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a copy at FanVid. You should check it on your way home. Yeah. They might have it there. Then at least you could rent it for five days and play it for a little bit and see if it's really I, something I have a couple family wanna. video gift cards in my car, too. There you go. So you could, you could, uh, you could maybe get it for free cool. for five days, but... Totally worth it if you're looking for something to play on your Switch. It's I'm not I'm not a competitive multi we know how much I've shat on Overwatch. Yes. I really the fucking whole like internet, this game. I think, knows that. Yeah. I really like Splatoon. So even if that's not your style, that's not your kind of thing, pick this game up and just realize that the turf war mode is just about inking the stage. And have fun with that, and see if it's your kind of thing. Because I think, I think it's a kind of game that anybody. You're, could get I mean, into. you're notoriously like a unique gameplay person. Like you like having yeah. a unique experience, and this, uh, you know, it, it's not your typical like competitive. No, it's multiplayer. definitely different. Totally. Yeah. So it kind of makes That's, sense that you're into it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying it because I mean, I do. I have my moments where I'm like slightly irritated but they pass really quickly yeah the rounds are so short yeah that it's hard it's, to stay it's, angry it's about not anything. like i just don't take it as seriously as playing uh, right like destiny or something where i'm swearing for like five minutes straight yeah i forget how what exactly you said in the text but you're like this is like the most relaxing uh shooter that i that i play or something yeah. like that i mean i was like two or three beers in when I was playing last night, and it was like still easy to play too. Yeah, yeah. You so, said, "Damn it!" <laughs> so as we were playing, you have to hit continue to stay into your yeah, game lobby. Yeah. And when we were playing together, by hopping into each other's lobbies, Brian kept forgetting to hit continue because he was checking his phone. Yeah. So he said, "This game isn't millennial friendly." So <laughs> keep it, keep an eye out for that. But yeah, you said this is the most relaxing competitive shooter I've ever played, which I totally agree with. It's it's just a lot of fun, and there are moments where you'll get salty if you're like Brian or I. But it's I, it, yeah. Are you both playing uh, handheld or pro controller? I've done both, but w- what do you prefer? Definitely pro controller, but I my hand has a serious issue. Like I can't accurately control the movement very well on the right stick. It's too low on the... Yeah, you got to hold it kind of lopsided yeah, if you want to do it It's like very that. uncomfortable for me. If they had put the sticks both where the, the left well, Joy-Con like, I, has I the stick, like, then I would be fine. I always like this. 
Like I'll have one hand, like I'm making a gang sign with one hand, but then I'm, u- I'm <laughs> yeah. using like a Wiimote with the other one. It's like, like, yeah, it's like I'm like doing a claw thing and it's not comfortable and I'm not accurate with it. I've the only claw, played a very, so I don't enjoy it as much. I've only played a very small amount handheld. I, ha- I didn't, I didn't really, I don't have that much of a problem with that, but I think it, it's just cause I hold it weird probably. Whenever, whenever I actually sit down and like use the fan art thing, I'll definitely use the handheld mode cause you can actually use the touch screen. Yeah. I will say I am using motion controls. You are not, right? No, but I think they're pretty good. I just decided to turn them off. I think it's a preference but thing. But I think I might turn them back on for handheld mode because it has two separate categories, which is genius. Yeah. You can set your controls completely different for handheld than you can for TV mode. That's even cool. even yeah. the sensitivities. So I'm probably going to set it for motion controls with the handheld so that way I can avoid that, ramping that's up the, my hand the into camera, a claw. right? Like the, the motion control controls the camera. Yeah, it, well, it, it controls, controls your, your reticle. Yeah, okay. your reticle. So, uh, which is my problem? The right. Yeah, the, the right. The stick right stick is is the reticle. Yeah. So if camera. I turn motion controls on, problem solved. The other thing about it is the like what I did. The nice thing that it lo- allows you to change that sensitivity is that I have the. I think I turned up the motion control sensitivity with the pro controller a little bit, but I ramped it all of the way up in handheld mode because then you don't need as exaggerated movements and you can keep a good viewing angle on the screen that sounds good. as you're playing yeah. so uh you don't have to because if you're using motion controls and you're trying to get every nook and cranny and trying yeah. to turn it it's going to be hard to look at the screen it's as like you're playing that. one of those labyrinths yeah, the, where you're trying from to zelda yeah. like when you're when you're doing breath of the wild and you've got one of the shrines yeah. where you've got to like do this yep. and, you're, and then you're like what the fuck mate and you're like twisting <laughs> yeah. your whole body around and it yeah, turns that would out be really hard to it play turns out you could just beat it by completely turning the thing yeah over you just flip it over i told you guys yeah <laughs> except i was doing it with my pro controller it'd be yeah. hard to do with the handheld mode because you wouldn't be able to see the screen anymore yeah you just like turn it around yeah but anyways it's great cool i'm i'm Oh, probably one other thing I want to talk about was the amiibo functionality. Yeah, make it quick because we're running long. We will. Uh, so these are the Splatoon One amiibos. They unlock some gear for you. You get three different pieces meted out over the first ten levels as you level up. So when you hit level ten, you'll get all three pieces from them. But they also allow you to put a loadout on them, so you can say these oh, are the clothes that cool. I want to wear. Because for some reason you can't change your fucking loadout when you're waiting in a lobby to start a game. Unless you use that. Unless you use the amiibo. Really? That's, I need to get an amiibo sweet. then. So you want to go to Meyer? They Not now. They Game have drones. They have three versions, uh, or no? There's so they have several versions of these three, and the new amiibos are actually newer versions of these. Hmm. So there's it's still the boy and the girl and the squid. But then there's also a two-pack of rare ones that are Callie and Marie, who were the Pearl and Marina of the first game. Mm. Pearl and Marina come on at least once a day to tell you about any new updates that have happened in the game. Okay. I appreciate those segments, but I wish I could skip through them quicker. Yeah, that would be that would be nice. But they mostly they'll be like these are the stages Their playing hair right is now. Really cool. They'll also say <laughs> there's going to be a splat fest. Make sure you go choose your side. Oh uh, yeah, mayo. That's cool. I think I'm going to do ketchup. I already did mayo. I, I have a mayo did. shirt. But it has four, you and Rick, four ability slots. You and Rick are already on mayo, so maybe I should do mayo. Yeah, because you can play with your own team. Yeah. All right. Fine. I'll do that then. Mayo's more versatile. I hate you guys. Uh, 
But no, the Amiibo are interesting. It's I haven't really had to change my loadout too much yet, but I haven't worked on getting the right abilities into different shirts and things yet. So once I get to that point, I'll probably actually load these up with useful loadouts and then go and yeah, go and do stuff. But the loot that they unlock is sweet. Like the boys got a samurai outfit, Hell the yeah. girls got like a school outfit, and then the squid has power armor essentially. Like it looks like a Brotherhood of Steel like kind nice. of situation going. That's on. cool. So, and they all have you know different I abilities. I saw a character today that had like glowing squid hair. It was amazing looking, and <laughs> I have no idea how they got that. I don't either. It was like ethereal, ethereal. That's cool. But anyway, Splatoon Two is great. Check it out. For sure. I will hopefully get it soon. Uh, I don't know what we're covering next. Yeah, I don't know. I know um, um, there's a Sonic game Mania coming comes out, out on the 15th. I, I'm going to play. I'm going to buy and play Tacoma, hopefully, before okay. the next episode. I'm definitely, this month, uh, August coming up, I'm definitely buying Rabbids. Mario yeah. Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Tacoma comes out Wednesday. Uh, All right. So July right now I'm looking uh, 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 yeah I mean John I think maybe you should just get Tacoma we can all talk about Tacoma okay because that's on Xbox and PC right it's probably not going to be that expensive yeah I would probably assume it'll won't be like be very long twenty bucks but I mean it's on Mac was it Windows Gone Home is that what the other game was that they did yeah like Gone Home Tacoma is a story about people. Yeah, Gone Home took me like 30 minutes to finish. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be that quick. But I hope not. I think, it was, I, think I liked be, it. It was just, it was too short. Yeah, we'll have to see how, how long it is. But, but I think it only cost me like five bucks. I am I am definitely interested in playing it, so I yeah. will certainly pick it up. Um, Anything about space stations, I'm in. Totally. Which actually brings me to say that I think I do actually want to play Prey at some point, because I keep reading good things about it. Yeah, I'll I'll pick it up when it's cheap. Even on though PC. I didn't enjoy the demo, yeah, I'm gonna wait till there's a sale on the PC version and buy it. That game felt like it was meant to be played by on, on yes. PC. So yeah, well, cool. Uh, if you listening want to follow us on social media or see all the places you can listen to or watch our show, check out midwestgamers.com slash links. And as always, please do send us feedback at midwestgamers at gmail.com. Let us know about um, what was the issue you wanted, you wanted people to weigh in on. What do, you, what do you think about Nintendo locking hard mode for a game behind a physical DLC item, essentially, an amiibo? Yeah, so send that to midwestgamers at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter. Or yeah. Instagram, I guess. I mean, you can send us direct messages or whatever if you yeah. don't want to. MGN Podcast or Midwest Game Nerds on Instagram. Yeah, and uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, Alex, what's up next for Gone to Texas? Gone to Texas, episode six was last week. Episode seven is airing tomorrow, so we'll be doing episode seven this How week. How many episodes are there? Sweet. There's 13 total. So, huh. yeah, uh, it's uh, it's going to be good. It's been a good season so far. Yeah. Other thing real quick, I was on a podcast called Creative Common Ground with a Gone to Texas and Westworld FM, I think, listener. His name's Jameson Shepard. He does a show about creativity and being a creative person and working through the difficulties of being creative. I sent him a link after his first episode talking about um, how if you reveal your plans to people, then it's it's just as satisfactory to your mind as accomplishing that thing yeah it's so it the, makes you less likely to accomplish it right but so we talked about that for a good half an hour i think it was a good that's talk cool. and if you are a creative person and want to give that a listen 
Creative Common Ground is what it's called. Check it out on iTunes. Sweet. Yeah, and a horror movie yearbook. Blah, I can't talk still. This is, man. Horror movie yearbook. Horror movie yearbook. Horror movie yearbook. Horror movie. Horror movie. Horror movie yearbook put out episode 19 in the class of 2011 as of July 28th here. Yeah. Um. It's good so far. Yeah, like I haven't. Through. I gotta listen to. I since my phone died and I've had to switch to a reserve phone. I have been listening. You haven't to any, loaded your podcast up. I haven't listened to any podcast at all. So, anyways, yeah. So thanks again for listening, guys. Uh, that was the least amount of destiny talk we've ever had in an episode. <laughs> the think, D word. The D word. The D word. Get ready for the D word. Uh, and that's all I have to say. So thanks again for listening, and we'll check you out next time. Peace. <laughs>